next episode of The Danger Room. With me, I have Sploosh today. It's just the two of us. How you doing? Hello. Now I know when I say hi, people will remember who's talking. <laughs> Usually there's so many of us. I always wonder if they remember. It's like oh, two yeah. seconds later, they're like, is that Sploosh talking? I don't know. No, I assure you people know our voices. <laughs> In fact, I've been to events before where people are like, are you Mike? I'm like, yep. And they're like, I recognize your voice. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> there's hours yeah. of content of my voice, so. I do believe that, except for the fact that I've been mostly a visitor of my own podcast for like the last year. So I think there's a lot of new listeners, you know. So. Yeah, the growth has been really cool. And I mean, I was the same way. I remember the first time I went to Nashcon, I heard Merzane's voice. I was like, that's Merzane. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really fun going to events and just hearing voices. You're, you're not wrong. And it's not just like a listener. I mean, I, we listen to podcasts. I listen to tons of them. So. Yeah, it's definitely, it's weird too when you're looking at someone and you have no recognition of who the heck you're looking at. And then you look away and you hear the voice and it's like, oh, that's this person. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, even our WTC team with Jesse, I was like, oh my gosh, I know Jesse because of that voice. I, but I don't know what Jesse looks like. So, yeah, our entire team just had like can easily like recognizable voices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, anyways. Okay, so we're talking about LVO. I was the only one from our cast that went. Shame. And you didn't put the Danger Room tag on your name. You're too busy Dude. saying Ban Researcher. <laughs> Dude, okay, so Ban Researcher is actually was super clutch. Okay. I managed to dodge Researcher the entire event, and multiple people came up to me and said, Dude, I like your, I like your tag on, dis- on Longshanks. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. And you're not wrong. I think people are over it. <laughs> yeah, everyone except AMG, apparently. Yeah, listening to Omnis's interview of the winner of this event, which I recommend people listen to, because Omnis did a good job, and he hosted the thing, so the guy has earned his time. It's just like, it was Gregory, spoiler, who won LVO. He was basically saying something to the effect of like, Oh, why couldn't I've drawn researcher? Now I have to like play the extract. And I was like, <laughs> yep. wow, <laughs> that's like just too much truth right there. So, you know, what are you going to do? It is what it is, man. All I can do is blame AMG yep. and be passive aggressive on Longshanks. We, anyway. we should talk about why you were the only one there. Um, I can speak for myself. I'll just say, I just had absolutely zero interest in what I thought would be just CGR the game. And I've kind of vowed to never buy that mini. And if, like, yeah, <laughs> if I can go to an event and not have to play CGR myself, I'm happy. And if I have to buy him, I'll just not go. So that's where I'm at. I, I don't know if you know with Deaton or Chewy where yeah, they I can, were at. I can speak for them briefly. I yeah. Deaton apparently, I don't know any details around why he couldn't make it, but he apparently LVO just runs at a, it happens at a bad time of the year for him for whatever reason. I uh, see. Couldn't make it. And then Chewy was, he went to One Piece Nationals here in LA the week after LVO. So I assume he wasn't able to swing both <laughs> events and decided to settle on the, that one. Yeah. And as a note too, like going to WTC is quite pricey. And when you choose to go to Europe, it means you have to cut on other things. So, yeah, you and, uh, yeah, longer way to go to Vegas than I do. I just drive there. 
Yeah, and then like Chewie, you know, I'm sure he just yeah. he loves One Piece a lot, so I get it. You know, you got to choose one or the other. So, yeah. Yep, no big deal. But I actually wasn't even originally planning on going. I, I was qualified. I wanted to qualify last year. But I, yeah, I was like you. I was like, man, I don't want to freaking play into CGR the game. It's like, yeah, when everyone's trying to win, like, it's just going to be the Guardian show. And, you know, it kind of was, to be honest. At least it was for me. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it actually was going towards being at least I, at least three were top eight. And people were saying, oh, no, it's another Sam Spam situation. But, yeah, I, I'm glad you went, though, and rep you know, rep the pod and you did well, which is so cool. And, you know, made us all proud. And we were all like watching like a bunch of fanboys the whole weekend. So I, you know, I, I have to, you have to shout out the, what's it? Professional casual network. Is it yep. name? Yeah. Tim and the um, PCN people. Yeah. It, it, I made sure to just throw my prime subscription to those guys on Twitch. If anyone listening has a prime subscription subscription and, they never use it, like because I forget. I'll go like three months without remembering I even have it. Uh, you should throw it their way because, like, it just makes the community feel closer when there's a streamer. <laughs> it makes things feel important. Like, how many times do you tell like a family member you're going to a tournament and they're like, "Oh, can I watch it online?" And it's like, "No." <laughs> like, how how cool is yeah. it? It just it feels like crap, you know, because people see us making a big deal of these events, and you know. You just want to have that community and the streaming. So you want to support people who put that effort in to do that. Cause there's, you know, if they don't do it, who will? Yeah. Those guys do a really, really bang up selfless job. I mean, they, they're stationed in like New York. So they're flying all the way across the U S and they have to lug a whole bunch of really expensive gear, which has to be checked in an airport, not only just like owning it, maintaining it, moving it. And then they also just like, don't play in the event. They just, strictly stream so yeah they're they're just there as servants essentially so i don't know if they collect anything on the on the side but yeah listeners you should send them your twitch prime subscription if you can uh yeah. i know i know so many people like watching the streams they like socializing in the chat while the games are going like Sploosh said it makes people feel closer it's just good for the community yeah i mostly just was talking in discord while watching but yeah, it's, it's just a fun activity. It feels like a sporting event or something. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so I, mean, I originally wasn't planning on going after WTC just because I wasn't a huge fan of the meta. And I was playing a bunch of X-Men locally. I'm very thankful that I have two LGSs in my area that I get to play on two different nights. And I was jamming a bunch of Ultron X-Men with the new core. And I was like basically losing half my games. <laughs> Hellfire wasn't doing much better, even though Hellfire is good. Um, I just wasn't able to like squeak out like a really high win rate with them that you kind of need to do well at these events. So I don't really know what that's about. Maybe I just need to get good with Hellfire. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, we'll co- probably come back to it, but I'm curious with the because one Hellfire list did do well, and Hellfire has been doing kind of well online. So maybe maybe now's not the time. But I'm curious if their changes influence that at all. No, I Your think thoughts. Hellfire is yeah. really good, and Hyper did really well. He's been playing that locally a lot. Obviously, other people play Hellfire a lot, and they do really well. Um, I've probably just need to fix some things with it, but I, I'm sure I could pilot it to be effective. But uh, like, I ended up playing Wakanda. I originally wasn't planning on playing Wakanda because I was expecting 
things to be nerfed or banned just out of pure speculation because it felt really broken. (laughs) Usually AMG implements changes like in October, November, sorry, November, December, and none of that came or just nothing came rather. So the Wakanda list that Johan destroyed me with at WTC was definitely like what I would play if I was going to go, assuming it wasn't nerfed or banned or anything. So week before, like a month before the event, I was like, okay, it uh, doesn't look like anything's changed and play Wakanda. Let's rip it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, I told you so. Cause at WTC, I was like, dude, just play this at, at uh, LVO. I, Wakanda for whatever reason, at least in North America is just super underplayed. Wakanda basically got carried by Australia for like two years. And I swear without Australia, people would like, even be more sleeping on Wakanda from back in the day. And then to have this like busted combo with, what is it? Spirit of Wakanda. I just, after the whole experience at WTC, which obviously we talked a lot about this during our Christmas episode, which turned out to be our very first Christmas episode. And we were super excited to record that episode. I knew right away. I was like, if this doesn't get changed, this has the potential to just win a major tournament. And you came very close. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I I was really close to winning, and I was super happy with how the list performed and how I played. I think I would have made a couple changes to it post the event, but those changes wouldn't have helped me in my loss. Basically, I think this I think Wakanda is the best list in the game after Guardians, and I still feel that way. the 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 start is so explosive that you just snowball the game and a lot of games end on round three you collect all the extracts and it's pretty nutty (laughs) and people don't believe me until they see it on the table and they're like oh boy (laughs) this board state is crazy yeah i i played into you with hellfire and i felt like even hellfire which is absolutely like super powerful when it comes to objective play it even even Hellfire felt like one turn behind. And if the game ends on like turn three or like I guess maybe turn four runaway or something, like it just felt like there wasn't enough game to catch up with the amount of momentum you had built up. And it, it, yeah. The question mark was how do you deal with Guardians? And then you ended up playing an infinite number of Guardians players, so maybe you could explain how you pulled it off and what you would change with that. Cause yeah, like, so that's kind of the boogeyman, right? I did end up playing again. I played six rounds, obviously. And I played against four guardians players and all these guardians players have played guardians a lot and are very good. <laughs> so uh, there's some of the figureheads when people are like, I want to talk about guardians. It's like, these guys are usually the ones you're talking to. Right. Uh, so what I did was, is I took Johan's list and I made a couple changes to it. Obviously, I have access to everything in the game where he he didn't because WTC is a team format. He basically had a 10th slot that was unused. I slotted in CGR. And the reason for that is my experience in the Guardians is if I play Bill in CGR, I'm basically the same as them. I have a bunch of rerolls through Leadership and through Shuri. Uh, Black Panther is a perfectly fine model. Akoya can randomly be useful even if she gets one shot a lot of the time. And Shuri is a great backpoint sitter. And then I just have CGR and Bill do do what they do normally. And it's kind of a mirror match. And so that threat, or that team is a 19 threat. Guardians play demons, and they typically play intrusions, both of which are 19. And 
if they win prio, they're picking secures. They put one of those down. I can always take 19 off that. And I find that Guardians 19 is actually not a great threat for them. Their statistics on long chains actually back that up. And the reason for that is Star-Lord, Bill, and Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider, are their best models. They kind of want to play those most of or all the time. And that's 13 points. So their remaining threat is six. And they either have a choice of like playing Hulk or like a 4-2 or double threes. In which case, I don't really care about those models that much. Like, I don't think anything they can bring is like super scary or high powered. Do you have any examples of playing them at 19th threat, like at the event? I actually dodged night. I dodged demons and intrusions, so I never got okay. to 19. I never, never got happened. to test it. I've only shadow boxed it. But the gist, yeah, like in my mind, I picture like Drax and like Sam because, like, for like Zach, yeah. maybe, yeah, exactly. So if they're gonna play like a Drax or like a whatever Pyro Sam, you know. I don't really care a whole lot about that. Like, I feel like Drax is useless there. He's kind of just a wasted threat. Yeah. Sure, he can just shoot him away, and Bill can throw him away. Like, it's not a big deal. He can't really effectively kill any of my characters. Yeah. So it just becomes, like, can I kill Star-Lord fast enough? And killing Star-Lord to stop the leadership, basically? Yeah, if you can remove winging it, the pressure goes down by a lot. And anytime you can pen and stare their bill you just take it just get them out of there and would you say though that their leadership you were saying that you kind of can create a mirror at 19 would you say though that probably their leadership's actually like better than yours in that situation though like in in, like winging it is broken (laughs) like yeah because you're spending power to get rerolls it would cost you six power to get the rerolls they get for free right yeah, so. yeah, winging it is insane. <laughs> it's a pretty good deal. Free and on a cheap leader is nonsense. So. Yeah, your leader costs four, theirs costs three. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a little rough. Um, but it's definitely like a winnable game versus, yeah, yeah. versus like, you know, dodging or praying that you dodge. That's interesting. And do you still feel like that was the right call? Is there? Yeah, 100%. I, would, I wouldn't cut Ghost Rider from my list uh, in the current state of the game. If I was playing a singles event. So what were the regrets then that you had? Yeah, so I played in two... So I played in a scramble on Friday, the day before the event, and I went one and two. Uh, The pork roll guys kind of beat the crap out of me, but I played some questionable teams just to see what would happen, and I was right in that they were bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically, I, I should have... So M'Baku and Sam... Are, have caught have been caught at this point, but I played them at the event. Well, I had them on my list, so I never put them on the table. The reason for that is I think Mbaku's a fine model. His action economy is a little hard to get. He is really fragile in the meta, and his leadership is not particularly useful in my experience. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember Johan was not enjoying that leadership. He said it was too much random chance yeah, black basically. panther's leadership yeah. is just all gas i really really like it yeah and sam is a great mini but i, I guess maybe the meta is moving away from the ability to move size twos uh, so sam's benefit sam the cool things with sam is you can airlift people immediately and by people i mean like black cat bill or killmonger and it's like it's good but I find that when I would want to play Sam, it's normally on things like Senators or High Threat Games, where I play like six models, or sometimes Scoundrels, but 
honestly, I needed help with Marifisk, and the answer is just play Hulk, which, you know, mm. you need to say it. I think I think the team of, like, Killmonger, Panther, Hulk, Okoye is better than anything I could have brought with my old list on Fisk. Yeah. So And I guess M'Baku with his stun immunity wasn't enough. Also, yeah, M'Baku would come out. He just doesn't do enough, and that honest that shot slot is just rhino starting the game with a three power rhino is broken something i should have been doing <laughs> oh wait so did you play rhino and your you no take- no 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 i have oh, since baku and sam have been cut for rhino and hulk okay yeah i was rhino just figuring that out yeah. all right yeah yeah Rhino with power is pretty good pretty cool yeah, you have a whole, like, the world's your oyster. You can just stampede, double tap something. You can walk, walk, rob, interact. Like, it's it's just dumb. All right. I mean, obviously, we're just kind of saying if people want the breakdown of your roster, I mean, we'll, we sh- in the show notes, we can put the Longshanks, like, bracket, which will have all of the lists, and they're very easy to read because they have, like, the hypertext thing, the encoded list. But, so I, I don't want to get too bogged down by like reading everyone's list when people can easily reference that but i don't know if there's anything else because I, I, I would like to talk about your matchups but maybe if, yeah so if there's anything else about the let's list rewind a little bit so yeah uh i did play in that scramble i like i said i went one and two i lost to jeff trost and mike whalen both from pork roll great people really awesome i hung out with them went to the caesar's buffet with them and that buffet was awesome. I had a great time. It was expensive, but well worth it. If you go, get the muscles. How expensive? Because I remember a, a <laughs> cab driver told me these things go well over 100 Dude, it was freaking $95 like, okay. after tax. All right. That's, and, that's... And you needed a reservation. So we got in line. We just kind of rolled up like bums. And they're like, hey, can we sit down? They're like, you don't have a reservation. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a buffet. <laughs> so we just uh, we just kind of dogged the the hostess. I was like, I was like, oh, can you really like help us out? Like we've screwed up. Like anything you do, and then she's like, all right, give me a sec. So wow. apparently, some guy had a parody of five. Shout outs to Ben Kim. He he was a no show or just didn't need it. Gave it to us, so <laughs> we were able to get in. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, it was super good. I'd never been to one before, Vegas buffet. Uh, I definitely would go back. Yeah, I haven't either, I don't think, other than like breakfast stuff, but that doesn't count. Yeah. But yeah, so I played them in the scrambles, and I also played Nobility, Jeremy, and that was super fun. Those games were really good. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I definitely went one and two, and I was like, okay, well, this list is fine, but the, the squads I played definitely didn't work out, so at least I won't be second-guessing myself on Saturday. Yeah, did you, did you change your... Crisis no, or anything? Uh, no? Yeah, I, I, so I originally had sen- Johan had senators and his extracts, and so did I. This list is really good at playing senators, except when it's on like demons or something like that. So when me with me bringing it, that's a possibility. With my opponent bringing it, then it's on like a map D or scoundrels, and it's really good actually. So I end up cutting it for scrolls. <clears throat> but the other two I kept are spider infected and paranoia, which are one hundred percent the correct choice. Did you bring like a lot of extra stuff for these last minute changes? So uh, I keep one one of every crisis card uh, in my box at all times. So I have those. Um, oh wow! And then no, I didn't. I actually wanted to put Hulk in the day before, but I didn't have him on me. So I oh. just was like, all right, well, no Hulk. <laughs> didn't need him though. <laughs> Fair enough. 
So you want to get into your games for LVO yeah, so, on Saturday? Yeah, so my round one was against Arthur Washburn. I was stoked to finally play him. Like I've been in many events with him. I just never got paired into him. Also been known to play Guardians forever. I went to the Caesar Buffet. He was with us. But he plays Guardians, and I was like, all right, well, we're trial by fire. Round one, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So I... So one thing I did that helped me in this event was I did like a 20 minutes meditation before every round. And I found that it was able to get me in the zone really well. And I had no distractions around me. I felt like I played near, near perfect of a game. I could play almost every round, like very little misplays. Um, so I was super happy about that and something I want to try and mess around with some more. Can you describe, because you mentioned this to me in chat, but I didn't at the time, but you know, bug you about it. Yeah, what so, does a meditation mean? Yeah, sure. So I, I have some experience with this. I, I used to do yoga a lot, um, like once or twice a week for years. Um, essentially what happens is, is you kind of sit down, close your eyes, uh, and you just try to focus on your breathing. And if you do that well enough, you eventually your heart rate slows down and other things around you don't distract you. So like basically I did that and then just immediately went over to my table and played the game. And like normally like the noise of the con didn't, didn't notice it. My people playing next to me didn't notice it. People watching my game didn't notice it. Hmm. So it was, it was super helpful. Interesting. And you did this every round. Yeah. Yeah, up until wow. I lost, and then I didn't do it for the last two rounds, but I was, yeah, didn't, didn't feel like I needed it at that point. But those matches. Yeah. My, my th- quick thing, it, 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 and I, I, I attribute this to me getting a bit on the older side, and you youngins just have infinite energy and play like 50 games in a day, but I try to like avoid too much chatter between rounds, and I like to just walk away, go to the bathroom. Just basically not inter- like basically give my brain a little bit of a break because like there's a tendency when you're at events that everyone's asking how you did what happened then they're telling you how they did and what do they think you could have done better you know what they could have done better and the next thing you know you're like more tired from talking to people between rounds than the actual game yeah yeah <laughs> so LVO yeah. has like the longer time between rounds and some people like it some people don't but whatever your opinion is on it I essentially finish my game and then I would socialize up until about like the 20 minute mark before the next round. And then I go do the meditation in like another room that nobody was in. Mm, okay. So you yeah, kind of could do both because there was so much time between rounds. Yeah. Too. I mean, if there wasn't, I would just socialize less. Right. Yeah. No, it's just, I don't want to get stuck on that topic, but it's just, yeah. that's just something I try to be mindful of is to like give myself a chance to take a break. I definitely mm. feel like if I, just went into the round like i just socialized up until the round got drawn that i would have been distracted yeah i definitely feel like would have happened so it did help me and it's something i'm going to keep doing i also noticed you you said arthur at zero cool and discord yeah so we can get back to my round one uh because i don't know him as arthur but i've seen the name he goes by art he goes by art Um, okay even better yeah but uh, we had his brother on he did the dormammu episode for christmas His, his brother's greg and that was a very pleasant episode to listen to. <laughs> Hearing about the Dark Lord inspired me. <laughs> it's a good one. 
<laughs> yeah, so we got so I lost Pryo, feeling pretty bad about that. But again, nothing nothing could shake me. I felt like I had an unbreakable mental state, so that was fine. But I lost Pryo. I somehow mind controlled him into taking his extracts with priority, and he didn't have researcher. So I was like, all right, great. <laughs> and when you say somehow mind controlled, like, did you have some kind of like table talk or what? Nope, I didn't do anything. I just was like, you didn't like I like one thing or point in a I direction. Rolled, I rolled prio. I like walked over to the table. I was like, all right, let's go. Rolled prio, lost prio. I'm like, okay, you want secures? And he's like, give me a sec. And he decided to take his extracts. <laughs> I was like, okay. Maybe people think that you're playing mind games by saying the obvious, which is, do you <laughs> yeah, want yeah, Securus? Yeah. That's what the Foss brothers told me to do, right? So I just... Well, it's not that, like, I, I'm, like, every practice game, every TTS game I play for, like, what feels like the last three months, it's literally, like, implied the person's going to say Securus. And when I win Pryo, I always hem and haw for, like, five seconds, and I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm just going to take Securus. And I just wonder if they think you're trying to play some kind of mind games on them when actually we just all understand that you take secures yeah i'm almost i'm pretty much at the point where taking secures is like a 95 percent. you should do it in every list yeah if anything it's a dodge researcher where you maybe take extracts just so they can't make you play researcher but even then i even think taking secures is probably yeah yeah just and sometimes too you just take the risk right like if it's one and one and three is bad for you. That means two and three is good for you. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we end up getting like cosmic invasion and I think uh, it was alien ship. And uh, he picked, I, I didn't have prior. I picked 16 because I can play Bill and Black Cat with Shuri, Panther, Koye. Like I love running that Wakanda core. And then Bill and Black Cat are just two of the most consistent in some of my favorite models to play. Uh, what, what did he take at 16? Yeah. So he took Star-Lord, Drax, Bill and Ghost Rider, and obviously I pick sixteen because he has to play a three threat with his with like the core I talked about earlier, and none of his three threats I really care about that much. Yeah. So, mm. so I feel him pretty good, and then we set up and everything. He did his he did like an eyes on the prize, grab the middle, and then I grabbed the side that was less scary and did my whole R and D thing, and then um, I was after that activation that I realized he never rolled for his ghost rider power i pause the clock and i'm like oh we got to call a judge and have them resolve ghost rider because i don't think it's optional but art's a great guy he took an l on that he was like you know that's on me i'm just not going to do it wow yeah i mean i, I mean, get I it think but... I, i'm almost certain the judge rules in his favor and lets him roll the power dice yeah the like... reason i didn't let him do it immediately was because we had both activated a model in which case, right. I was like, I'm just going to let the judge resolve it. Yeah, because you're making decisions based on the power he has. Correct. And, correct. Right. So that on some, that's him being ultra sportsmanlike, but by letter of the law, he probably gets to do it, right? I, I would think the judge allows him to roll. But he yeah. took the L on it. It is what it is. If yeah. you see Art, buy him a beer. <laughs> but yeah, so I got to play against a balanced Ghost Rider on round one, which was extremely nice. Hmm. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And then that game basically just came down to I was able to kill his Star Lord and get the virus off of him. And then I was able to play like a like a four a four three split pretty much the whole game to a win. 
since I was going last, I was able to go up on secures. Like I think I had, I had obviously one one extract and then three secures because my bill gets to throw on round one, and I have more bodies than him, and his Ghost Rider can't score. So, um, nice. but yeah, that worked out. And then my round two, I got Mike Damboise from Strike Better. Also, haven't played Mike before, so I was pretty excited about that. Lose Pryo again, not happy. But again, meditation had no tilt, so we drew Gamma Paranoia. And I took 16 again. I really Wait, hold on. You didn't mention the most important part of this story. What? The, you have to play against Guardians again. Yeah, yeah. So Mike is also a Guardians player. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. So I mean, I'm like, okay, let's keep it going. Uh, you're meditating at this point, but I wasn't. So I was stressing over these. It's just like every, not just me, but many people were, you know, I was ta- talking with. Everyone's just like, are you serious? Guardians again? Is this just... <laughs> I know there were several comments of, this is why I didn't go to the event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably you, you were a better man than all of us, and you were in the right mindset, and you, you went forward. So that's freaking crazy. Um, yeah, so we got Gamma Paranoia. I think, assuming Guardians takes their secures, this is my favorite outcome, because it's really fast. So... I also have, like I said, I have my own Ghost Rider on my list. I kind of won the turn zero here. Um, Mike opted to play the same team that Art played in the round prior. But I, I also played the same team I played. So it was just the same. It was another mirror match of what we played before. Different opponent, different scenario. But Mike didn't bring crew. He was expecting me to play my own Ghost Rider. And that's why he didn't bring crew. I ended up playing Bill and Black Cat. So my stagger was online, which was awesome. Um, damn that's interesting (laughs) so i had a really really good round one against mike and this is just how how sick this wakanda list is uh basically on paranoia you can bring eyes on the prize even without priority because bill can grab one of the two in the center so his bill just double walked to the middle grab paranoia and i eyesed the one that was not picked up and walked back I had this really awesome size two terrain that my home gamma shelter was sitting on that I could park behind and like get cover and not get changed off of it, which was really, really helpful. Hmm. So I kept that side of the table. So, and then his Drax went out, grabbed a side paranoia, and then I had Black Cat go out. She can move grapple and then walk away. So she walked away. She picked up the side paranoia and walked behind like a size three so she couldn't really get shot at. And then I think at that point everything's picked up. Star-Lord parked on his back point, and I had Shuri and Okoye park on my back point as well. So all we had is Ghost Rider. Of course, his Ghost Rider rolled four power. You hate to see it. And then I had Black Panther. His Ghost Rider walks, teleports, chains his Okoye off the point, and shoots in one-shots her. Normal Ghost Rider things. And in an effort to keep this game, to really ramp the clock. So Mike's paranoids are on Drax, who's out in Africa on the side of the table, and Bill, who's on the center. He's getting the bonus VP from Star-Lord on his home point. So I had Panther pounce off the deployment, double move to his back Gamma, and I Wakanda Forevered Star-Lord into the Gamma Zone, which you know, got me the home two points off his Gamma Shelter, denied his bonus VP, and did just free chip damage to Star-Lord from the Gamma Waste. You did that on turn one? Yeah. Oh, God. You savage. So the score round one was I had his Gamma Shelter and mine for three, plus two Paranoias to five, plus six for the bonus. 
Wow. And he just had two, I believe, because Shuri shot his bill off the middle with the Wakanda Forever as well. He just had the two paranoia tokens for so it was like six to two round one uh, but and then just to keep it concise it ended up i scored a lot of points i was able to win on like round four or five after almost being tabled it came down to a black cat leadership reroll on block to live and i got it and that won the game for me i think if i she dies there i get tabled next round um, brutal man oh I, man that just shows you like i had a really explosive start I felt like I played really well. Mike had didn't have crew, so I even staggered his Ghost Rider at one point. Like he didn't, he lost an action, and I was still almost tabled. Yeah, if you don't go for that crazy back, you know, play, yeah. maybe you don't even win at all. Right. Like just that one thing. Um, yeah, you got to play perfect, and then you almost lose. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. Mike played well. I don't want to downplay how he was playing. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, like if I'm not I mean, playing, if I'm not playing something as equally as insane. Uh, yeah I'm cooked. yeah i mean well and maybe him bringing that one taxes card he wins as well right so yeah that's also kind of tough but that is what it is you know that's the choice he made and yeah it was a, it was a really yeah. really great game and i think again if i didn't meditate i would have probably tilted like my bill got one shot through cover um like just like he summoned the storm my bill i had cover leadership reroll reduce and i had like three health like he had to hit like six successes into no blocks to kill me and he got like seven oh. so like if yeah. bill doesn't die to that attack i win also but i died so black cat at least came through for me for the <laughs> for the dub she's the best nice well you yeah. you were the better mic on the day <laughs> yeah uh, I feel like am I crazy or was there was some time I don't maybe we were just trying to set it up. I could have sworn there was a time when you and Mike were supposed to play or maybe he was supposed to go to an event and he didn't. Yeah, end it was up the going. first LVO. Uh, he could. Yeah, have some that's right. Problems. Okay, that's yeah. We made that. Yeah. The April, April Fool's April episode. episode. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So then round three, I got Nick Menard from the Montreal Shark Tank guys. Um, I've played against Nick before. We played once in Chicago before Second Wind. He got that game. It was just like a funzy casual game. So he's playing like a Hulkless Defenders, which, not going to lie, really excited about that because Hulk's kind of a pain in the ass for my list to deal with. We got... I lost Pryo again. He also took his extracts. I somehow have have the magic touch on people's brains this event. So you've <laughs> lost Pryo three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. And your opponent picks extracts three times in a row. No, they picked tw- extracts twice. Mike did oh, no. Okay, okay. Mike did take secures. Okay, that's how paranoid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Still, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Did 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 you have any talk with Nick strategic what you know, like about strategy or anything? Like why does he not have Hulk or No, uh, I no, I, I don't no. I don't think I I would have I was really tired during and after this game. My game against yeah, Mike okay. was really exhausting. It was really a long grind. But yeah, I was obviously in the zone. I didn't really kind of do small talk before the round. Um, this game yeah. was streamed on PCN's channel. You can watch it if you want. Um, but essentially, we got Montessi and Riots. And I obviously in Montessi, the advantage is like the priority midline steel is really good on this scenario. So he's got amazing Spider-Man. Obviously, I'm expecting that. Uh, Daredevil's his leader. And I had heard that Squirrel Girl was a big part of his list. So I was expecting all three of those minis, which... Puts him at 13 points, and he, I picked 18. Yeah, I lost prior. I picked 18. 
And the reason for that is I can play ASM and Bill pretty perfectly. So he's gonna get this. He's gonna get two one extracts, which is fine. But I'm gonna be going last with Bill and Black Panther, who can score three secures, and I still go up four to three. And then, basically, what ends up happening is my ASM and my Bill tank his entire team and win, like on attrition. <laughs> That's just kind of the game. Oh jeez. I mean, ASM can do that sometimes. So that's cool. Yeah. So Nick had a couple of roles that didn't quite go as well as he wanted, but the the defense bunkering of ASM and Bill with leadership, like Wakanda reroll, is kind of silly. Like it's Pete has Spider Sense. He's got reroll one. He's got Witty Banner. Bill's obviously got four dice. Reduce reroll one. Pete Pete is giving him Witty Banner. They're next to each other, and it's Riot, mm. so they're just healing each other constantly. And you are re-rolling a lot, which gives you a higher chance of rolling a crit, right? For yeah, extra Pete, power. Pete, Pete basically has no power issues in this list because he starts at three and can immediately web swing seven dice somebody in round one. And then he usually rolls the crit plus whatever damage he's doing. He's just good to go all game. Hmm. That's cool. I'm glad to hear it because I think you were going to cut ASM at one point. For no, a moment. no, no, no. ASM. No. This is like the most fun ASM I've ever played in this list. <laughs> oh, that, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I yeah. played him. Yeah, I played him in four games. I played him in every game, round three, four, five, six. After this mm. round, maybe I was misunderstanding your kicking of senators with that. But, but yeah, now I'm glad to hear that you had success with ASM because I know you enjoy the spider people. So. Yeah, ASM's a beast in this list. <laughs> I would not cut him. Yeah, that was a really good game. Um, I had a good time. Uh, you know, the I remember one thing is the stream was obsessing over Squirrel Girl. Do you have any thoughts on Squirrel Girl? Yeah, like, so I remember reading Squirrel Girl when she came out, and I was like, I vaguely remembered that she like turns off, she has like the voodoo token, but instead of no scenario, it's like your crits don't do anything. And then when she has a token, she gets like rerolls. I'm like, whatever, she's only like def three, six health, like two rerolls, I don't care about this. This is basically Miles, I just kill this character. And then... I remembered on her injured side, like she has like this anti-death thing where like if she dies, she goes to one health instead. But that only happens if she has the squirrel on her and she can't pull the squirrel back. <laughs> I asked Nick this. I'm like, doesn't she have this mechanic? He's like, no, I can't use it because squirrels on Bill. I'm like, cool. All right. ASM just kills squirrel girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the squirrel has betrayed her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Honestly, I read her card when she first came out and I wasn't impressed. And I moved on. And th- this is also with like the old voodoo you know so like just whatever but yeah, she was fine i mean i'm not convinced that she's better than other four threats in that game that nick could have been playing yeah. maybe there's something that we didn't see or some scenario that she's better on i, I don't know we'd have to talk to him yeah it just that was like the big thing with the stream is i everybody just wanted to see squirrel girl uh do big things so it's yeah, not a character attacked, you see she attacked bill with the card that makes me no roll defense I can't roll defense. I roll no defense dice. Um, yes. But she didn't roll super well, like even after her two rerolls and the leadership reroll from Daredevil. And then I think I okay. would have and it still converted to only like three hits. Bill reduce, I take two. Cool. Is that, they say keep your enemies close. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the way it works is if you're attacking something in range one, they roll no defense dice. If you're outside range one, you teleport them next to you. Okay. So he, he probably took that card a lot. I yeah, assume. I think I think you would take it with Squirrel Girl basically all the time. Uh, both effects are good, especially the uh, Bill rolling right. defense dice is really good. Okay, and then you got the rerolls from Daredevil, so that's kind of right. like the combo. Okay, 
Yeah, it just didn't right. really work out for him. Interesting. Uh, my round four, I got Gregory, who ended up winning. I ended up winning Pryo all of day two. So I like went 50-50, lost all day one, won all day two. <laughs> Came back around. We got Riots and Senators. He picked 17, which I think is the correct choice for him based on like the 19 I was talking about earlier. I was expecting him to play Thanos, obviously Star-Lord and, and Ghost Rider, but I was expecting Thanos. He ended up playing Hulk and Rocket. I brought Shuri, Panther, Okoye, ASM, and Black Cat, which is, is I still think is the correct squad because my opening on Senators is really, really good. Essentially, Black Cat, ASM, and Panther can all double move to Senators and then pounce swing grappling hook to any any secure on the table, really. So mm-hmm. I had seven VPs on the board and like on round one. Unfortunately, because I didn't think he was bringing Hulk, I didn't bring Brace. Text cards are pretty tight in this list, so you kind of have to guess a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it's almost so, worse than Hellfire Club, right? Because you're basically down like two tactics cards. Yeah, you're down two, but the, this it's worth it. You just have to make sure you're yeah. on the, the right choices. Yeah. So I didn't have Brace. Sequoia got a size four thrown at her and died from Hulk because Hulk can move, move, throw, interact for some reason. It didn't matter. Mission objective to Shuri, still not losing VPs. My ASM grabbed a senator, parked on the back point with Shuri, and then his Ghost Rider also rolled four power and <laughs> walks. I basically, it's just down to Ghost Rider and Panther again. I have a dazed, a dazed Okoye. Ghost Rider walks, place range three, double chains, Shuri and ASM off my back point, and then one shot Shuri. She drops her senator, and I only score like five. And then top of the round, oh Star Lord, one shot Sequoia, hit and run, one shot Shuri, and I, I'm down five threat immediately. It's um, pretty so cool that's, that that's chains isn't once point. per turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, if God. Ghost Rider just like oh, doesn't have 10 billion power on round one, I can score that game out probably. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah, I I listened to Omnis's episode earlier, so I, I heard the opposite side of the story. And I mean, Greg is just like, yeah, I I killed a lot of things really easily. I think was it you? He said he his Star Lord, yeah, just killed two things, yep. finished them off. Yeah, so yep, not much to say about that. I mean, sometimes you just get one shot and literally one shot. Yeah, I feel like action. my my opening was as good as it could have ever been. And it was strong, and I don't regret the team that I brought, but uh, my luck ran out against Guardians, and it's really hard to, you know, burn through four Guardians players when their dice are so explosive sometimes. Yeah, and they're, these are top-quality players and an invitational, basically, right? So, I mean, yeah. to go through... like Realistically, if you just kept playing Guardians, eventually you're probably going to lose a game, right? So... yeah. Under a long enough timeline, the Guardians will take you down. <laughs> um, and and this guy won the entire event. So he clearly knew what he was doing when it came to playing Guardians. Oh, he also remember in the interview, he said he basically had like no idea what you were doing. Like as far as like Wakanda, Spirit of Wakanda and all that nonsense going on. He's just kind of Yeah, like, I would say that most everybody I played was like, not they didn't i don't think they really got how explosive the start is until it was like already over uh, i mean when you see that fair, much power to yeah. be fair i was the same when i played against it last year yeah 
Oh, absolutely. And I, I and lost when you that explained game, it to I'm me. Like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. You explained it to me and I was like, this is wizardry. Like, what is happening? But Yeah, so then my next round I got Zach, um, Zach Cohen, and also a Guardians player. But like really a Guardians player. Like this guy bleeds yeah, yeah. Guardians. Zach loves Guardians, plays Guardians <laughs> a lot, plays played Guardians forever. But I hit the thirty three percenter of Win Prio and Dodge Researcher, which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, it is 33%. It's worse than you think. At least it was worse than I thought. We got Cosmic Invasion and Hammers, which I'm like, oh, hell yeah. This is this is the time for the jank. Except it's not jank. It's really good. Where ASM steals the home hammer. Zach picked 18, and I was like, in my head, I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So I brought ASM and Bill with Panther Shuri Okoye, same team I had in the Nick. Essentially, the opening is Black Panther R&Ds to Shuri. She spirits your whole team. And then he double moves to whichever hammer is less scary, like based on what your opponent's lined up as. And then your opponent either grabs their home hammer or the other side hammer, in which case ASM takes whichever one they don't grab with like a swing move, move away. So like you just deploy him right in the middle of the table. He swings off deployment. He can long move to their hammer, grab it, and then long move away. And there was even a size five that I got cover behind on the way back. Damn. Did Zach have any comment for this? I don't think so, because Zach has a local guy that plays Wakanda. I think he, he he definitely knew what what was happening and has seen this before. Really? Not even a like sticker or a... That's pretty... I mean, come on, man. That, I... And it gets even cooler <laughs> because... You bring fallback to keep Panther safe, and then Shuri and Okoye post up on your home point. Well, Shuri posts up your home point for sure, and then you have a four-power Bill who can go bully the other map D point, where you just double move throw. Mm. So you can go up by a lot of points. Brutal. It's it's pretty good. So then I end up having three hammers for a long time. His Angela ended up popping off and like killed my Shuri and my Koi, but I had too many VPs and was able just to run away. So Zach ended up his team ended up being Star Lord, Angela, Drax, Bill, and Sam. I was pretty happy to see Drax Sam instead of like Agent Venom Nebula. And yeah. after the game, Zach was like, Yeah, this was a chase game. I messed up on which models I brought. Yeah, I was gonna say his roster doesn't thrill me. Like, already just saying Drax is kind of like, eh. But yeah, I can see Agent Venom being annoying for you, the the stopping your rerolls and being yeah, able to chase I you down. I played ASM expecting him to play Venom, and I was just gonna out outmaneuver him, hopefully. But I didn't. Have <laughs> yeah. To. Wow. Cool. You must have felt pretty good about that. I mean, that's oh a yeah. Pretty... As soon as we revealed, I was like, oh, this is really good for me. Something crazy is gonna have to happen for me to lose this game. Not, not yeah. because of either player decision-making, but just because my opening is really, really strong. So backing up a tiny bit, you lo- when you lost your round, your first round of Sunday, that must have been kind of a bummer, obviously, because you know you're immediately not you know, going to get first, win the tournament, whatever. And then maybe even before you know you're going to play against Zach, but then definitely you see that your next game is Zach. I mean... Morale-wise, was all the meditation working out for you? I mean, where was your head at at that point? So I lost to Gregory. I felt like I said, I said, I felt like I played as well as I could have. Everything I did, everything in my power to try to win that game. But sometimes Marvel says games are unwinnable, and I, I essentially lost that game to AMG. 
Okay. And I was I was at peace with that. You know, I was a little bummed like I just got diced off the planet, but it is what it is and AMG trolled me. I'm not trying to not Greg or anything. Like he's there to win. He played yeah. a good team, but um the way that the game panned out there was really no way for me to come back from that. I maybe too I'm sort of insinuating it, but did you set a new goal in your head of like maybe I can get third or yeah, I want a top I, four or after whatever. I lost that game, I was like I was like, I still have a shot to like, if Greg wins, I have a shot to get third. So I definitely wanted to keep winning. Okay. Um, yeah. And so that was your like new objective to kind of keep your spirits up was like, Oh, I was, is- I wasn't bummed losing that game at all. I, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that loss was on me in any way, like as a okay. player, as a person. Um, all right. Maybe I'm projecting. Cause I know I would be disappointed if my first, you know, you, you go undefeated Saturday, everybody's talking at dinner. And then you sleep, you, you know, you go to sleep, you wake up, there's like breakfast and you get your first game of Sunday and you lose. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Again, yeah, it, it may, maybe the meditation has a, plays a part in my emotional state, but I, I wasn't really upset about it. Like, I, it was, yeah, it was an unwinnable game. Like, I can't do anything about that. Well, then seeing Zach, who's like the winner of second wind and a very, very experienced Guardians player, and this is now like what your third Guardians game? Fourth. fourth. (laughs) Is it really fourth? Zach was number four, yes. (laughs) Was it? Jeez, because you you played defenders, right? So it was two Guardians, defenders, then Zach, right? And Gregory was before him. Yeah. Oh, Gregory. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It is four Guardians players. See, like, I feel like maybe again I'm projecting, but I think at the fourth Guardians player, and it's Zach. I'm getting like a little frustrated. <laughs> it's like I came here to play other things. Isn't there something like I don't even know eighteen yeah. or something affiliations in this game? <laughs> like, yeah. So like I think people who were watching me on Longshanks and Meshiam me on Discord were more upset about it than I was. At that point, I was like, "Look, I've already knocked out two, gar- two great guardians, and I got trolled by AMG in the third one. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I'll win. I can win this game, you know. And Zach's a great yeah. opponent, and I've I've played against Zach before, and we've had good games." But yeah, I, w- I was like, I can beat Guardians. I'm not that upset about it. Um, That's cool. And honestly, yeah. it was like even easier to turn zero because I've already played against them three times. Yeah, so there's, there's even no like line. some. Yeah, you've yeah, had like no, repetition, even like yeah, with there's the same no, threat. I don't know what my opponent's gonna do. It's like I freaking very well know what my opponent's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I mean, that's just the confidence too you have you've had and in the roster in yourself like. That's cool to have that. I, to be, I, this is like I honestly just did myself a favor not going to this event, and and like you're just a better man than I, because I, I would have got frustrated, I think, and that's that's cool that you could keep going like that. I mean, and I'll be this, honest, I was like, I I was, I had no expectations, is what I was trying to say. I had no expectations yeah. of like doing well. I'm, I'm honestly very happy and surprised and proud that I finished as well as I did. Yeah, because I hate guardians and I, I don't play them. I don't like them, so I wasn't gonna. Play yeah. Them. All right. Uh, well, and then my last game, definitely worth talking about. I got a a dude named Michael Jansen. He's actually Deaton's local from Iowa, and he's also a Lions fan. So we were hype watching the, and the <laughs> Lions win against the Bucks before the game. He had he was watching the game on his phone, and I was like playing against Zach and whatever. And then the round started. He's like, "Bro, there's only like five minutes left in this game. You want to just watch it, and then we'll get started." I'm like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Damn, so, <laughs> that's some chill gameplay right there. Yeah. 
So we watched the game. The Lions won. That was hype. And then he, he's a Web Warriors player. He actually got best affiliation for Web Warriors. So shout outs to him. I won prior this game. My list is really good into Web Warriors when I win prio, mostly because I can easily go up like three to four on extracts on them and we play the same scenario. So I'm not, I can just do that. I'm just faster than them. Yeah, Which your was, black cat's just gas. Again, his black cat is normal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is literally WTC, except you were the it, web warriors. Yeah, player. correct. So they, it ends up what ends up happening. It's like spider infected riots, and like I go first. Panther goes spirits everyone, and then he walks and grabs the middle spider. I don't need to like eyes on the prize anything here because the web warriors aren't super threatening. So I just like park there behind cover, grab the middle, and then he grabs one of his sides. And then ASM goes and steals the other, the other one that he didn't grab his own spider infected, and then like moves on to the side riot. And then I end up he has to like dive his Gwen into my team to like keep pair to keep like not just go down a million VPs. And I'm like happy with this, right? And then ASM just crunches Gwen the next round. And my black cat like stole off his spider woman with priority and like runs away like into into a bodyguard from a koi like it's all really good. <laughs> nice, that's cool. It's cool that you got to end like that too, and I'm sure you guys felt like a, a brotherhood through your your lions. Yeah, yeah, um, no, that was that was fun. That was I was like exactly who I wanted. I was like in the last round. I was like, how have I dodged all the webs players this event? Please, my list is so good in the webs. Give me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I a lot of people played webs at least early on, and I heard especially even in the the qualifier, I heard a lot of webs games. So I'm sure there was like, and then to to finish off on webs, just like when Johan took you down at WTC, it's like I don't know, it's kind of cool actually. It's a good yeah. way to end it. But yeah, all my opponents were really a pleasure to play against. I had a super great time. Anybody who like us who was like down on the meta with like CGR and stuff. Yeah. You know, CGR is real. Guardians are real. That's not, not hyperbole, but I had a great time. And even I literally played into like the meta terror, the whole event. And I still had a really great time. Yeah. You know what too? People should play Wakanda. Enjoy it while it lasts. Cause also there's true. no way, there's no way that this Wakanda list with, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for AMG, but I would be shocked if this list is allowed to do what it's doing for another year. I, I don't know more than that, but R and D R and D is like so overdue to be banned. It's nonsense. Um, yeah, this yeah. Is I, the I'm best gonna use of R and D I've ever seen. So I, I literally have like should advanced R and D be banned in our Discord poll channel from like two years ago. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, yeah. I'm not gonna harp on that, but like. People really should give it a go and have some fun, especially if you're kind of bored of things and want to try something different. Uh, I will say, like, the yeah. power level of list is obviously really high. Um, it's also one of the most fun lists I've ever played in MCP, I think. It's probably in my top three, along with the Shield Malekith list that I had and the Sam Steve, like, extract stealing list. I just have a soft spot for playing degenerate scenario stuff. Um, it is what it sure. is, but, but it's really fun. But like ASM is good, like in the list, and that's oh, yeah. like for some people very exciting, right? And I don't know. I think ASM's cool. I I don't play him almost ever, but if I was going to, it would definitely be in this list. 
So I mean, yeah, I had a, I had like the dream turn against Nick with ASM where it was like swing in, kick Squirrel Girl, momentum into Strange, and then like spend her into like Squirrel Girl died, spend her into Strange, throw a size two at him with the catch trigger. <laughs> like <laughs> I, ASM's one of those characters that no matter how many times I play him or play against him, I always have to constantly read his card because like. When he hits his triggers, he's just a crazy man. Yes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's nuts. And uh, yeah, he can gain a lot of power sometimes. So but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's more to say about the tournament. But I, I do think we should get into stats at some point. Do you oh yeah, start? let's do that. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, a dedication to our old boy, uh, Jacob, <laughs> not Jacob Deaton, but our Xavier you, protocols. Xavier. Yeah. It's like. That's what he wanted to do always was go into the stats, and I love the stats, and sometimes the stats don't lie. What what stats do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about characters first? I mean, Yeah, so I be... think any anybody would be a fool to not think Beta Ray Bill would be the number one most taken mini in this event. Hmm, it's almost like it was a theme during the Christmas episodes. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident. basically in every list. I'm fairly confident in saying Bill's the best model in the game at this point. He's just a giant ball of efficiency that's very reliable and can do kind of everything. Yeah, I would understand. Like, I've done this, but I get why people would want to argue that point. Because Bill is not in any way ultra flashy. He's just like, he's like this like slow grinder that just does everything that you could ask for. This is like really subtle, all the little things he does, you know? And then you add all those things up, and it just kind of becomes too much. Yeah. And I'm definitely not going to go into a Bill conversation, but man, it just feels like. <laughs> like, I remember my last TTS game, my opponent put some condition on Bill. Like, I think it was Hex or something. And I was like, isn't Bill immune to that? And then I read the card, and he wasn't. But I've got to the point, I'm so conditioned that just Bill ignores everything mm-hmm. that <laughs> I just assumed that Bill would be immune to Hex, you know? Yeah. And that's uh, where we're at right now. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, the, I guess yeah. The, I guess maybe that stats kind of whatever. But the top ten's mostly about what you expect. The only thing that actually stands out to me is like Agent Venom comes in at six most taken, at eighteen. Hmm. There's twelve Guardians lists, so obviously yeah. it's probably that he's in faction with the two most taken lists with Guardians and Webs. Um, yeah, that makes he's sense. Also, just very good into Webs, so uh, that's kind of cool. Black Cat, Toad, Hulk, Miles. Spider-Woman, Rhino, CGR, ASM. It's like the rest of the top 10. Not super surprising of anything there. It's all Web's Guardian stuff plus Hulk. I mean, ASM's a tiny bit shocking to me. I mean... So there's 10 Web's players. There's 13 ASM. So like... And there's also... There was a lot of defenders in this event. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool with defenders, actually. Yeah, he is, so... And I also brought him too, right? So So maybe stocks are just up on ASM these days. That's kind of interesting. He is really, really cool and with Daredevil. Hmm. Um, tactics cards. Brace, obviously, the most taken card. I don't know if AMG can really do anything about that. I don't think that will ever change unless there's like... I do not want them to do something about Brace unless maybe they like replace it with like a different Brace, like a maybe arguably more balanced Brace. But I, I don't ever want to play this game without Brace because... Yeah. Yeah, you know, size whatever... It could be, you know, use your imagination, but like big yeah, things. I mean, when Hulk and Bill are like two of the most taken models, you have to be able to not die to collision damage. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I mean, I, I've been addicted to Brace since like the course that came out. So, so the more interesting statistic is two, three, and four are fallback, eyes on the prize, mission objective. Starting with fallback, fallback was taken 45 times. So that's over two thirds of the event. It's extremely good and gets better the more you get better at playing it, in my experience. Yeah, you can actually dodge certain triggers on attacks with it, which is just crazy. You can, even when you die, quote unquote, die, you can move away and save extracts it just kind of like the sky's the limit with that card it can also like put you on to objectives that you're that you could be scoring now because your opponent attacked you you moved on to the objective like it's, it's yeah i've used so it to like fall back so that rhino is like forced to place on top of me and then he's not scoring on a secure like I've, it's so versatile mm. um, it's it's really too good yeah, so, yeah, I'm hesitant to say that it should be restricted just because offense is so high in this game. But if they tone the offense down, I would like to see fallback get become restricted. It's often better than sacrifice in a lot of situations for me. Yeah, sacrifice is tough sometimes because you split up and there's no avoiding it. Right. So, but yeah. Eyes on the prize. I mean, this list, this card is just kind of everywhere. Bill plays it. He's the most taken model of the game. It's kind of just really strong opening. A lot of people do it. Yeah, I think I'm learning the eyes and the prize is sometimes overhyped, but if you can fit it, which you should basically have, you probably should fit it if, right? You really should just be playing that card. Um, Even if it's like a 20% of the time play it kind of card, it's still really, really good when you, and, and if you think about it, like, let's just say it's your 10th card. That is the best description of a 10th card is mm-hmm. you play it when it's really, really good. So, yeah, Eyes is probably kind of busted. I I am scared, too, of basically the same thing you just said about Fa is also why I'd be scared to restrict Eyes because it's like the offense is insane right now. I mean, you almost got tabled. And when I was listening to Gregory's interview, I believe he tabled two people. So... And he would have lost if he didn't table them. Like, yeah, he was behind. Is one of his games into nobility, Jeremy, his Ghost Rider teleports range 5, walks, shoots Daredevil, kills him for the table. Otherwise, he loses that immediately. Yeah, so when people are getting tabled, which I don't think should ever be a norm for the game, maybe we leave the past, you know, the defensive cars alone. Yeah. That's but, I'd also, I, but I don't really want to see a world where everyone's getting one shot and tabled either so yeah just something to think about <laughs> um, and then mission objective was also taken quite a bit i think this most lists should be playing this card just because of the prevalence of venom blast and robbery in the meta yeah shuts both those down also yep. it's it's it also pairs nicely with fallback and that you can fall back before you die and then drop it off to somebody that you move next to yeah, I think that's definitely the card, though, you'd also take just random. Like, it's not the first, like, five cards you pick, you know? So I think Mission Objective can be a high number, but it's it's not this, like, overpowering card at all. Yeah, I do feel like mm. it should be in most list 10, and I'm basically looking to bring it in my five when I'm against scenario teams. So maybe you rate it even higher than I do. Yeah, I think it's extremely good. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit of a game of chicken, too. It's like, well, they're going to play Rhino. They're going to take Robbery. I got to take this card. 
Uh, yeah. So I don't know. So the crises hammer still the most taken, not really a shocker. Honestly, what, what did surprise me is that map D and scoundrels slightly eked out gamma demons. Oh, I guess gamma and rights are tied and then scoundrels by one. Yeah. So it's not a big deal, but honestly, the most common scenarios that, that everyone plays are above 20 instances and things that like intrusions, Marifisk, pay to flips are pretty low, probably because there was almost no X-Men in this event. They're all like under 15 taken, um, which kind of reflects on Aaron Franklin's findings on infamous where everyone takes the same missions. Yeah. I'm, I don't have those. I don't have the list in front of me, but is, is it basically just backing up the, the thing you talked about last episode? I mean, it's just basically secure is at least are extremely polarized. Right? Yeah. Well, I would say they're just solved. Like you just, if you're an aggro team, you take this set. If you're a scenario team, you take this set. And then there's some teams that kind of want like a centralized fighty thing. Like I would say X forces like this, where they probably want to play like a sword, Marefisk meteors loadout, or maybe infinity is in there too. And that's another configuration, but those feel like the three archetypes and they're mostly figured out. Can I uh, real quick? Why? I understand like people like spider portals is tricky. Cause it's like, like, you know, it's kind of like an X-Men thing. You have to have like energy. You got to have like the power and all that stuff. I kind of get the people moving away from spider portals, but why is mad men just falling off so hard? Like in theory, people are going tall. You take pay to flips is like the old logic. I don't know. I guess because you're if you're guardians, you are the tall guys. So you're not going to take it. So and then let's, yeah, let's webs and yeah, Hellfire so Club. I guess the more important statistic of this event was like the affiliations that people played. Yeah. Right. So like guardians comes in at one with twelve players. Webs is number two at ten, and then Hellfire is three at eight. Like, Webs and Hellfire play basically the same crisis loadout. I'd say Cubes is probably the only swap between them. And then Guardians hmm. just also plays just the dead stuff, Demons, Researcher. So, I don't think, like, the lack of X-Men, the lack of, I don't know, like, foes, like Mutant Madman, I would say. That's fair. Also, no mention of, like, Syndicate. Not that Syndicate would ever really take Madman, generally, even though they're good at it. I don't know. Yeah, I just no, don't. also Avengers. I mean, I think Avengers could be a Madman yeah, player. Yeah, I just don't think AMG has given people a good reason to play pay to flips. Generally, first class is like the best reason to be a pay to flip player, and that's X Men. Um, yeah, with like the power of like Asgard or something. Right. But. Like failing uncontested rolls sucks, and. It's just you just don't want to deal with it, man. Like it's not fun to play on. I think X Men only play it because they have to, at least in the past. Like, I, I've tried to not play it with X Men and it just felt worse. But that's a whole different conversation. Like X Men, I yeah. like are good at anything except first class helps them be good on pay to flips, and that's a whole different conversation. Okay, maybe this is a tangent, but do you want to mention that X Force got fourth place? Yeah, so we should talk about some of the top eight people. So. Gregory and John Paul, they got they played a Guardian's Mirror and made it to the final. And then Alec, our buddy Alec, got fourth with X Force. He would have got third of JP1. So it was basically between me and him. 
But yeah, dude, I'm not surprised by this at all. Alec has grown a lot as a player. He's really good now. He's great. He plays a lot. He's in a strong meta in NorCal. My locals down here are obsessed with mutants. Like, so I've played into a lot of X-Force, and that's not really a joke, man. I kind of equate them to fair guardians. But the difference, they're like more fair, but they also have more threats. Their threats are just less efficient, or they're less consistent, I would say. Yeah. The rerolls are somewhat efficient, though, but still not as good as Guardians, hilariously. Well, yeah, efficient's the wrong word. I would say less consistent, maybe. And also, like, they have to play Cable, right? Like, Cable's a 5 3 leader. Mm-hmm. But Cable's good. Like, don't get me wrong. Cable's really good now. But, you know, he's not 3 threat like Star-Lord, who lets you bring broken 6 threats and 8 threats, whatever. Right. Well, the reason I brought I brought up X-Force, I mean, I want to keep talking about them, but they play, like, the weirdest secures. <laughs> like, like, Sword, Fisk, and Deadly Meteors is not, like, what we typically think about when we think of popular or even played. Yeah, so I really, really like his secure loadout. And that's because it's like pay to flips are like kind of annoying for a lot of teams. X Force doesn't use a lot of their power. Like Deadpool generates a lot of power, can't spend it. X23, same thing. Domino, Mm -hmm. kind of. And then they all just have like. Yeah, cable. They have like range two teleports. Like Deadpool, range two teleport. Cable, range two teleport. X23 has her little movement off her spender. Logan yeah. teleports off his attacks, also immune to stun. So, like, they kind of make attacks while making, like, micro-movements around the table, and Sword and Meteors is, like, they're just spaced enough to where you can make attacks and flip points. Well, he also has Spectacular Spider-Man who can jump, and a Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, who has the teleport. So... Yeah. I believe Spider-Man I, is Psylocke, yeah, as a Hellfire answer, because... Yeah, I'm not saying he plays those. I don't really know what he plays on Sword. Maybe we should interview him at some point. But like even Bullseye is hit and run. Like his yep. pretty much his entire roster can move except for Domino and Invincible Iron Man, which he probably doesn't bring. I don't. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I would expect Iron Man is like a purely mappy demons model. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah, Sword's funky to me, where like Fisk and. Deadly Meteors, I, I more understand just because, like, you want to. It, it seems like basically it seems like X Force just wants to get people to go into the middle and then they want to shoot them. Essentially, and, yeah. Uh, like, they play yeah. like Guardians, right? They just don't have, like, any control. Like, they don't have an infection bill. They don't have, like, their best. A CGR. Alpha, like, their Alpha Strike is a cable. And, yeah. So, but no, dude, X Force is legit, man. Like, Deadpool is, like, their best, one of their best models. And they all hit, like, scarily hard. Psylocke's another one who has, like, a small teleport and hits hard. So. Yeah, they also... I don't think they should be playing Scoundrels, but if they get put on Scoundrels, it's not the end of the world. They're actually very acceptable. Oh, yeah. I keep uh, watching X-Force, like, beat Web Warriors on Scoundrels. Like, they just shoot you, pierce cover. <laughs> like, it's bad. Yeah, talking to X-Force players, which... I know a few now at this point. They they all say pretty confidently that they can chase off the web warriors pretty like comfortably. So yeah. yeah, that's that's a big deal when web warriors are reasonably popular right now. And then their extracts we didn't mention, right? Alien ship, paranoia, legacy. Yeah, so everything on um, the middle. Yeah, just make them go middle. It's it's yeah. fishing. So yeah, come middle, cable's gonna shoot you. <laughs> If yeah. cable spikes early, oh boy. 
anything else, you know, how, since you know Alec, is there anything like insider trading talk here or like Trixie or anything? No, that I don't, you I don't mention, know anything or? else about his list other than just the X-Force I've played against locally. And that's kind of what they just kind of just shoot you, man. They're just good models that shoot you. Every model's a threat. I'd add that exceptional healing with like so many characters that can use it. They're not, they're not just falling over to CGRs. They can actually like shoot back at Guardians and hurt them. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, Alec like basically tabled Zach when they played. Yeah, in fact, you mentioned that they're good at, or I guess I mentioned they're good at killing web warriors. But I would say I, I don't think they're like Guardians hunters or anything. But I think that they, you, they can acceptably say they're not afraid of Guardians. Like they can beat them. Right. So yeah, like sure. that's a pretty good place to be, right? To be confident into guardians and webs. That's like, ha- like you mentioned, they're like first and second or something in popularity, right? So yes, yeah, no. I think <laughs> X Force is a really strong pick in the in the meta right now. I like them a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're like slightly disadvantaged into Hellfire, yeah, but Hellfire, Hellfire is, is not. Them. Yeah, like Hellfire is not the majority of players. So you know, for now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and then Hyper Viper Fletcher, he played. He played Hellfire. He's been playing Hellfire locally. I'm not really surprised to see him do as well as he did. Kind yeah, of doing the Hellfire thing. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I when I looked at this Hellfire squad from Hyper Viper, I was a bit shocked. I don't know. He just I I don't know. He's I guess like zemo kind of throws me off and then logan and i'm not criticizing like i just was surprised and then ultron as well yeah so those are are kind of the new hotness with hellfire curtis runs a lot of this and it's basically just a hellfire that kills you and ultron has a lot of really cool interactions with emma's leadership because you can run the grunts into their team you can pop the leadership they never score so they always take a damage from her leadership so you can do things like kill them on your own turn with the leadership and then Ultron gets a bunch of power and like, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was, I'm going to probably try th- maybe not exactly this list, but some variation of it. And I was like, man, I, I'm not, I guess I get the Ultron thing. Cause like with age of Ultron, he's just really hard to kill. But I think the grunt thing is actually like the secret sauce there because yeah, Emma so- being able to heal is kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, this list is also, like, extremely good at not dying. Like, you have an Ultron with Age of Ultron. You have Bill. You have two exceptional... Or, no, he just says Logan. You have Logan with exceptional healing. Uh, Obviously, your leadership heals you. You have Danvers, one, who is good into Ghost Rider. So, they they can fight Guardians if they need to. Sounds good. I'm definitely on the Hellfire train, personally, because I don't want to play Guardians, and I've never been really a huge webs player, so... I'm down for some uh, Hellfire Club. And then the last 5 and one was Eric from NorCal. He's a Ghost Deer local. He was playing Defenders. I briefly heard kind of the gist of what his list wants to do. Essentially, he wants to put out pentagrams and play models like Original Ghost Rider and Hulk to use like the Gamma Leap or the Hell on Wheels to like move in, double tap somebody, and then portal away into a bunker. So you just kind of play like this hit and run game and kill people. Um, hmm. That's a very high level of what I was told that list wants to do. I don't know anything more than that. Well, he went five and one, so it must have yeah. worked. Yeah, I didn't get. Um, I didn't really get to watch any of his games either. So, 
He's playing Demons Gamma. I don't know. Everything else is kind of very normal. So he's got Extremis, which seems kind of random considering D's playing Demons Gamma. But, oh, it looks cool. And I guess Pentagrams is still a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, you play Wong with Pentagrams. I mean... I think we said this on the cast at some point. I definitely have somewhere on the Discord or in the cast that I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be surprised to see pentagrams with Wong be playable if you have like worthwhile threats to run through it. Yes, we. I believe we both said that a while back, and glad someone finally is doing it. Yeah, and he does have Hulk. So if yep. you had played against him, you would have been annoyed. Oh yeah, I definitely was happy to dodge that list. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's got. I mean, OG Wolverine and OG Ghost Rider is is pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, so I think Wolverine is just for certain point values. Like he's Wolverine is definitely not a priority. I would say the from what I heard, the priorities are like even Daredevil is not a priority. I heard like sometimes he runs leaderless. What, what about Dynamo? Because Dynamo going through a portal seems pretty obnoxious too. But I yeah, guess he I'm, can't do like a running thing. Like yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm I'm like original Ghost Rider is like a big part of this list from what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. So is it maybe a, like a final recap? I guess the obvious Guardians and all that. Wakanda is underplayed, but really good. Hellfire is really good. Webs didn't really show very well here. Like the highest yeah. Webs was the guy you played, which is 11. Yeah, webs continue to be really bad in American events for some reason. Yeah. Like, I think their win rate. Let me pull up the advanced statistics. I think I heard it was like 36% or something. Um, yeah, it's 35%. So not <laughs> great. No. So I, I don't mean, know what's going on there. Eesh. But defenders and X-Force are maybe like the, the shiner, you know, like the, the fun winners here. Yeah. So like, it's no shocker that guardians, like they had the most games played in the event and they had a 63% win rate. So like, it's, I think it's safe to say they are the best thing. No shock. We did kind of mention talking about off cat off the ca- air here about Brotherhood. I Brotherhood didn't exactly do amazing either. I mean, there's a four and two Brotherhood, and then at seventh, and then there's just like no Brotherhood <laughs> until like thirty fifth. Yeah. So I think Brotherhood is good. I don't think they're like a top tier faction, but they can definitely like place high and win games. I think a lot of their strength is focused on Hulk and running mystique so if you can play brotherhood and figure out like your your fighting plan because i think hulk mystique juggernaut is like a good scenario core then you have a good list it's just i don't know if anything feels like it's like a like a glass slipper or whatever right as to like this Mm. is this is the map solution i know some people play magneto some people play have been playing emma some like i've played malekith in the past like it's it's kind of up in the air, but that's that's what I feel is their root problem. I mean, you mentioned Hulk, Juggernaut, Mystique. Did you mention? I mean, Toads is just like the most obvious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you're yeah. you're trying to play like a scenario game with them, but obviously sometimes you get put on researcher, you get put on demons or whatever, and like Hulk, Juggernaut are not always great there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I People, I, I don't know. Magneto's kind of a thing. <laughs> That's. I think Magneto's he, fine. I do think he has problems, and he can definitely let you down sometimes. So, 
I mean, I, I've seen you do serious work with Magneto and Hulk just throwing the universe, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe I mean, that's I've just won quite a I, bit with, with mags, but it's it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm just dominating my opponent. Like, they feel like games, you know? And that's good. That's good for game balance. That's bad when you want to win in a really competitive event. <laughs> yeah, I assume Magneto gets bodied by CGR, right? I mean, like, that's an easy incinerate. Actually, it's, I don't think it's as crazy as you think. It's The biggest problem is Magneto can't really do anything to CGR, and he gets controlled really easily. But I think Magneto is actually decent at living against CGR. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, you're putting up refraction. You can add defense dice. Uh, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but then it becomes a battle of who gets to go first, and then, then like... It's like that, but, like, also, Magneto can't meaningfully kill anything because... If he comes in, he probably gets like pen and stared and killed. And then yeah. his attacks are also just really inconsistent because he gets skull locked a lot of the time. And but like, wouldn't you say like Magneto when he can go first and drop refraction versus Magneto always going second? Yeah. You know, without pride. Like, and, and if people just bring like Star-Lord Thanos CGR or something to that effect, it's just kind of brutal. Right. Yeah, like the problem is, is like you're gonna have a, you're gonna struggle to chuck enough terrain that's gonna be meaningful. Like Thanos just taking one less all the time, and they have brace now, and CGR counts skulls. Like you, your damage is just not gonna be as good as theirs, and I think they just grind you out. Yeah. And they also can engage you from better ranges. Interesting. Yeah, because th- it's not from lack of trying either, because there is five Brotherhood players who all went, like, negative. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Brotherhood, but, I, yeah, I don't I don't know if Magneto's really the play right now. But, man, Magneto's fun to play, I'll tell you that much. I definitely, yeah. I think the meta is basically what I expected, except Defenders was super popular. That I was not expecting. Hmm. And how did, do you know their win percent? It looks yeah. So it from, was sixty-one percent actually. They went fourteen and nine. So dear pretty lord, res- pretty respectable. <laughs> That's quite good. Yeah, and I mean, just browsing. Obviously, there's some defenders that didn't do that well, but you know, I mean, there's also defenders that did quite well. So yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's good to see. You know, imagine if defenders gets tactics cards. I think if I had to pick some things that I thought would have done better, I think Inhumans is better than their record. Um, Oh, true. I think Inhumans is much better than their record, Um, but they also just were not very popular. I think Uh, Midnight Suns is actually pretty solid. They didn't perform very well. And I think A-Force is actually pretty good. And they did okay. They went six and four, just not, not very popular either. I wonder how many Midnight Suns players only played Midnight Suns too. Yeah, just peeking at a few of them, I actually it looks like all the ones I see. But yeah, Inhumans just—I only see like one Inhumans player. Yeah, I, I think Inhumans are incredibly strong, and I've been saying it amongst us. But yeah, if Wakanda ever gets nerfed, I'm definitely gonna get on the Inhumans train. Yeah, Inhumans have a lot of tricks too. Yeah. It's actually a lot like Wakanda when you think about it. Their turn one is can be kind of wild. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just um, not as spirit Wakanda wild. <laughs> uh, nobody's, yeah, I mean, yeah. that stuff's just broken. 
Um, yep. Some stuff was not represented. I think Dormammu, Convocation, and something else. I mean, where's Avengers? They did okay. There's no Hydra, I don't think. Yeah, no Hydra. I mean, come on, man. Hydra. <laughs> I tried to make Hydra a thing, and it's just so gimmicky. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think AMG fell flat on the tactics cards for them. It's unfortunate. Yeah, they got... I, I love where they were going with the tactics cards. I just think they they went a little too far on the queue, and, and, and like, I think there was a... There's a place they could have gone where it was cute, but also good. Mm-hmm. So I completely respect the effort. Cause like, I do think you it, like a lot of their tactics cards scream like flavor and like fun concepts. Yeah. But they got like, like, I think too safe is a word I could use. So, yeah, I don't know. Kind of bums me out. Cause I know, I know probably a lot of people don't give a damn about Hydra, but I think they're kind of, cool like i don't know like i love like the intended theme behind a lot of hydra's mechanics but the numbers are just off to where it's not really that playable yeah that pretty much sums it up and and i think you have to make them kind of flavorful and cool otherwise who the hell's gonna buy them because it's just like old nazi dudes yeah (laughs) but but like i think they did like a good job with the creativity it's just yeah the numbers are messed up and it's unfortunate yeah. Also, I think a big thing is that X Men are performed poorly and were unpopular. On top of that, this is actually yeah. kind of my findings when I played them a lot locally. I was like, man, they just don't feel that good. Man, I'm scrolling through X Men right now, and like the highest X Men I can find is like 38th place. Yeah, their that's crazy. Feels awful. Uh, first of all, and then they just don't feel good at anything. Like, yeah, that's a whole separate rant, but I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not surprised to see X-Men where they're at, but maybe listeners are. Because they're always very popular. If you look at the yeah. played numbers on X-Men, they're always like top four, probably most played, you know, affiliation. And I'm not just pulling that out of my ass, but that's like a long shank stat. But yeah, I mean, you know, both of us, we have an inclination to, I mean, you just said in the beginning of this, you were trying to play X-Men. So like it, it's, yeah. I, probably I think a lot like of people five thirty X Men games locally, in like the last like three months. Yeah, I constantly just go back to them for a little while and then get kind of disappointed. But you know, it's because we're all fans. Like this is a comic book based game, so we want to play like our funsy thing. But yeah, statistically, it did not go well for X Men. Yeah, they also underperformed at the last LVO too. I remember there was a lot of hype around them. Logan had just come out. The scenarios changed, and then they also fell flat again. So I don't, I don't know what it's going to take. I, I'm, I'm not a believer in X Men anymore until somebody else gets them going, and it's like, okay, this they're actually doing something that's really strong because it's not, not happening. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I got to be careful because I don't want to turn this into an uh, X Men rant episode. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, some of their new releases have continued to drive me a little crazy because I feel like the design philosophy behind X-Men is like, give them cool things to do, but also have like some kind of negative thing to counterbalance it. And I actually really like that concept. However, it doesn't work when no one else is playing by those rules. So it's like, yeah. So I I feel like I had a great 
I summed this up perfectly on the Discord today in the general chat, and I'll just tell the listeners. Hulk in this game has a negative thing thematically where he gets angry, but in this, in MCP, he gains attack dice, so it's actually a boon for him. If Hulk was a mutant, in MCP, he <laughs> probably would just turn into Banner randomly and then, like, do nothing half the time. Yeah, he, then, he'd have to, like, yeah. over uh, <laughs> remove his rage counters... By paying power, yep, and, yep, yep. and then he transforms back like Miss Marvel or something. Yep. But not, not no, he he's just an Avenger. He's Hulk. He just smashes everyone. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, listen, I challenge the listeners. Just go through all the X-Men, and you'll find that, like, Logan has his mystic thing where he hurts his friends. And Beast has two energy defense for some reason. And I mean, literally, just go down all the X Men, and they all have like some restriction. And it's a cool idea, it really is. But how come no one else is following this? Like, why is it just yeah. the X Men? You know. Anyway, like Bishop just got he got overcharged for some reason. You know, I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm done. I'm off my my We're, my ranting post. That, that could go on for two hours. <laughs> this is the danger room. We can't help <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, I guess Malekith was nowhere to be found. Master Cabal was not really anywhere to be found. I do think Red Skull Three is good, and it might just take some more time for people to have confidence in playing him. Avengers kind of fell flat. I think the two people playing Avengers, one was Steve, one one was Sam. They've been playing Avengers for a long time. I do think the Voodoo nerfs were real and toning back Avengers win rate, but they did okay. You know what though. I, I do think Avengers are down right now, but they did a lot better than a few affiliations we've already mentioned. So, like two of two Avengers went four and two, and that's pretty reasonable. You know, one one bad dice roll, and maybe you know yep. you go you go to five one. You know, I mean, I think Avengers are are kind of like middling a little bit, but like way better than like a whole lot of other people right now. So. Yeah, I mean, also, the overall yeah. statistics of MCP, like, since the last update have been, there's only, like, a handful of factions that are above 50%, and, like, most of the game is below 50% win rate. So, mm. like, I feel That's, like uh, there's yeah. a lot of things, there's a few things that are really strong, and then there's a lot of things that are balanced or bad. Yeah, I don't know yet if it's a podcast episode, but I really would like to deep dive the idea that midrange can't win in MCP. <laughs> I don't even know what that means exactly yet or if it means anything, but like the game feels very polarizing right now with like guardians being the best smashing list. And then you have a few objective teams, like really Wakanda is probably like the premier objective team. And then, I mean, there's arguments for hellfire and webs, but webs didn't do very well. It's like 35% win rate. So, and hellfire did okay. But then it's like everybody else is in the middle of those guys. And, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's Copium because I feel like back in the old days, like, more it, the game was more mid-rangey. But I don't know if that's actually true or not. Because, like, I don't think so. Yeah, because you had, like, Wakanda, the old Wakanda, and you had Black Order. And, I mean, those were very dominant, right? So... Yeah. Anyway, I, that's a whole. I, that's like an arguable tangent, but I just feel like, like you said, very little of the game right now, compared to like the vast majority, is is like winning like over fifty percent, 
and those are like these polarizing teams, and then there's just everybody else, right? Because you're either the best at killing, you're the best at objective, or you're stuck in the middle. You know? Yeah, I mean, I do think a large majority of the game is balanced, and there's only like one or two things that are truly bad, like like Sentinels. But there are so still yeah. a handful of things that are really good, and they've been known to be really good, and AMG doesn't do anything about them. <laughs> Hulk, Thanos, Bill, R&D. Like, the list goes on. Like n- These are not secrets, yeah. and this event just shows that we were right. <laughs> I mean, not us, you and I, but as the community. Yeah. I, I want to say, you, even though it might sound like you just said like a complaining kind of thing, I actually think this is like a very positive way of looking at it, is that because a very few things are kind of too good, it, it it's like obvious in that stat, you know? Yeah. Where if you just could bring down those few things, then all of a sudden everybody looks the same, you know? So that's actually an interesting take. And I do want to mention that like a lot of people love to point at CGR and all this, whatever about, you know, being overpowered. And I had mentioned in our discord, like guys don't sleep on Hulk. This guy's won like every event for over a year. And then people were like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Sploosh is just crazy old man. And then literally the finals of this tournament was two Hulks just smashing in the middle of the table. And I, I, I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> I mean, like I, look, there's been <laughs> there's been six people at an LVO finals table, and four of them had Hulk on the table. So, yeah, and that's just LVO. I mean, online tournament. I mean, like literally, we could go into it, but like, I mean, we've talked about this, but like Hulk literally won like every TTS for like over a year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hulk anyway. is Hulk. It's not whatever. But. Anyway, I I just I hate when people love to co- like complain about things and then they like leave out Hulk or make it out that Hulk is like some kind of savior because he's like for some reason the good guy and it's like man I don't know that he's ever been the good guy he's like he he's got a good PR team it's yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> normally when you win every event like people get mad but not for Hulk you know, Hulk's for some reason okay yeah. Yeah, Hulk is a different discussion, but he is definitely over the line, in our opinion. Yeah, yeah. I just his PR team. I, I if his P- PR team is allowed to get away with this for like another year, I'm going to lose my mind because it's like <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, how is this still happening? Yeah. But anyway, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we covered it. It was fun. Cool. And, uh, this was a fun, people, like yeah. different kind of less structured cast than we normally do. But to round it out. I would like to first thank Sploosh for joining me on this ranty style episode. We're just kind of riffing. And then secondly, I'd like to thank all my opponents at LVO and they were really great and a pleasure to play against. And I look forward to playing them again. And then also Tyson and Omnis and all their volunteer help, like Lexa, Brett. Um, I don't know any other. Like Danny, I think. Danny. Yeah. Duh. Danny. Yep. All those people, anyone who I missed, thank you for, organizing and maintaining the event still remains it's definitely in like my top three mcp events on the planet that i've been to it's like that wtc and second wind i would say are my top three so listeners you should definitely make an effort to go to them and then yeah i think that's it mcp is still really fun just don't bring cgr to your locals unless you're practicing for big events and they sign the waiver yeah <laughs> it's, it's the <laughs> Raphael contract from bg3 
<laughs> right? <laughs> we got to make a raid to break up that contract. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll end it there. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you later. Bye.